0: In Jesus' name, amen. In today's homily, we will examine seekers, wonder whom you really seek, and point to the true God, the object of our search, who seeks and finds us. We are, you know, all seekers, at our core. If neurological research of the last decade means anything, at least one thing it means is that we are hardwired. Our brain is hardwired for the experience of a higher power, a divinity, something or someone above and outside of ourselves. Contemporary neurological research can well echo the prayer or statement of St. Augustine, Our hearts are not at rest, O Lord, until they find rest in Thee. 21st century America recognizes the seeker. Even some parishes have seeker services designed to speak to, well, the seeker. But being a seeker is part of the essence of humankind, or at least a strong component of it. David the psalmist and Isaiah the prophet both speak to seekers. So let's hear them out for a moment. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Isaiah, today. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, will I seek. The psalmist or, as some have suggested in an even stronger translation, to you, O my heart, he has said, Seek my face, your face, Lord, I will seek. Whose face do we seek? Your face, Lord, I will seek. Your face, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Your face, the God of Sarah, Ruth, and Esther. Your face, the God and Father of us all, who is above all and through all and in all. Your face, whose face is finally shown most fully in the person and work of Jesus Christ. Well, it is here that I am convicted because I know that I do not always seek God's face. In fact, frankly speaking, I often seek my own and call it God's. And this might not be just limited to me, narcissistic though I may be. My will comes, becomes God's in my own mind, my desires, his, in my own mind, even my actions, what God would have me do, all self-convinced, self-deluded. What would you have me do, God, I cry and then decide at some point what I wanted to do, God always wanted me to do anyway, so why not just do it? Suddenly, I convince myself, because I'm only talking to myself, neither God or my brothers or sisters, that my will is God's will, when in fact, the face I have actually sought is but a reflection of my own. So it is in the spirit of repentance that the psalmist and Isaiah cry, in this case Isaiah, let him turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God for he will freely pardon. The psalmist seeks God's face in the temple. We seek God's face in the community of the body of Christ where we encounter God in Christ in sacrament and word and in the mutual admonition and consolation of believers. Left to our own seeking, we are vulnerable to create, as one author suggests, an American Jesus who reflects our culture, reflects our own narcissistic desires— a God who mirrors our wants and needs and desires. In repentance and in faith, and in the discipline and conversation of the community, we seek to encounter the God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The joyous thing is that while we seek God, God has already sought and found us. Weak as we are, narcissistic as we are, rebellious as we are, rationalizers as we are, after all, Luther said that the greatest danger to seminarians and pastors are things that are kind of toted and concealed in pious phrases. Weak as we are, God still has sought us, still has found us, still has forgiven us, and has loved us, and still does this day. For the seeker is finally the Christ who seeks us and finds us and draws us to himself in love and in compassion forever and ever. Amen.